Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Yellow Army podcast. This one's a little bit different. Let me just paint the picture for you. We're sitting outside the Widdicombe's Beach Hut at Preston. Thank you very much for the hospitality, which has been magnificent, uh, including scones, cream and jam in, and the cor- in the Cornish order. Yeah, yes, yes. Which I and, noticed. And some tea. And tea and all kinds of things. We're sitting on the prom at Preston because Gary Johnson said this week that Torquay fans should relax and enjoy the sunshine. So, so we've, we've taken him exactly at his word, haven't we? Absolutely. What have we got? We've got motorboats passing, we've got a faint zephyr breeze coming in off the azure waters of the bay. My head's going to burn. Your head is going to burn because <laughs> you haven't got a hat. It's all a bit last of the summer wine, the three of us sitting here outside the beach hut. Uh, David and I have taken the precaution of wearing hats. I have to challenge you on your hat, Dave. You've got a red and white striped shield on the front of the cap. And it's it's looking a bit Exeter City, but it's not, is it? <laughs> Wash your mouth out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit old school. Put it like that. Okay. It's old it's school. Old school. Old school. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I, well, in, that, in that case, you're completely forgiven. Mm. But I mean, there'll be a bit of background noise. There'll be some seagulls. As I say, there are boats crisscrossing the bay. But we still have much to discuss. We thought we'd give the gaffer a week off this week, didn't we? We did. Well, I've been away in Scotland. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get a chance to call him, um, and you know what's he going to say anyway? Well, that's true. I that's, mean, I've, yeah, having a week off, I've come back, and I'm, I'm, you know, what's happened this week, guy? Who have we signed? This, is, that, <laughs> is that tumbleweed blowing across the seafront here? It's, um, but there's a sound reason for this, yeah, isn't we, there? Yeah, we've talked we, about this. Yeah, we, we we don't have signings to announce. Gary's been quite specific about the fact that he'll make the announcements as and when. Dave, there, there's a there's a reason for this, isn't there? Well, it's all about July the 1st, isn't it? That's when contracts start. Um, And I don't know if anybody caught an interview that uh, Danny Hunter, the Boreham Wood chairman, uh, did on his website the other day, um, in which he was saying, look, we've reached agreement with half a dozen players that we're we're going to sign, but we, they won't actually sign until July the 1st and of course if you sign a player for instance if Conor Lemonhay Evans and uh, Joe Lewis and Amani Little had signed last January yeah. extended contracts obviously Torquay United uh, and other clubs in the same boat would have had to pay them through the summer now that's you know when you've got no other income coming in apart from um, uh, season ticket sales uh, this is quite a, an issue for smaller lower division clubs mm-hmm. I dare say Stockport County and Wrexham could stick it um, but it's a you know it's a, and the players who have already agreed and signed for, for yeah. United um, uh, um, if you've signed you will be being paid mm-hmm. if you haven't signed physically you don't get paid until July the 1st and everybody gets their head around that they're all okay with it yeah. and, and that's the way it goes so Torquay choose to do it this way Gary indicated to me that he's they've already reached firm agreements with four or five players at the moment. Yeah, um, this is four or five new players new coming players. in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, you know we'll, we'll 
we'll see. I, I think things will start to pick up reasonably soon because, of course, they'll be back. It's believe, not long, is it? It's believe only, it or it's not. It's only two weeks or so <laughs> until they come back. For pre-season yeah. yeah. So, I know. Football Richard, doesn't start. Yeah, there. football doesn't stops. start. We, we talked about that with England. We'll, we'll no. cover the Nations League actually, in a minute. But And actually, of course, it's been better off this summer than we were last year. Yeah. And we were yeah. still playing on June, the whatever it was. But they had about, the about 12 yeah. and a half yeah. hours off last yeah. year, didn't they? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, that, that, that's the, the, the mechanics of the of the situation. And can they, can they actually sign their contracts until July the 1st anyway are they uh, yes I think so th- right okay. yeah yeah I, I mean if, if you it's it's like any other employment yeah. you know you you, you uh, the, the, and some players at football league clubs will still be anybody they sign from football football league contracts run to the end of June June the 30th okay so if Torquay have signed any ex, uh, are signing any ex-league players they will still be being paid under their old contract yeah exactly yeah. Um, the the National League contracts don't run. Most National League contracts don't okay. run to the end of June. <clears throat> Is that so. just another thing that really should be regularised if we're going to make it League Three? That, you know, they, you have to have a, a common thread running through the whole thing, don't you? Well, just, it's just confusing. By the way, the whole topic, and, and let's not spend too much time on this. Uh, League Three ain't going to happen. No. And too many interests in this, isn't there? And, and the biggest interest of the lot is the National League, ironically enough. Yeah. If the National League Premier was to become an EFL League 3, where on earth does that leave the National League? Mm. They haven't got a competition. All they've got is the North-South. So they don't want it to happen. Yeah. The, the best idea is to pull in the third... Promotion, yeah. The third promotion place and to have a playoff final against the team that finishes two, three from bottom. Yeah, you okay. know, the way they do it in Scotland, the way exactly. they do it in Germany. Yeah. That's what yeah. has to happen. That's the only way forward. Do you, do so you, you have two that? automatic places replaced by the two that are bottom of, uh, of mm. League Two. You then have the playoffs below that because it, in a way, A, that is a huge incentive and it helps to improve the promotion situation yeah. in the National League. And B... It gives the football league a chance to still protect their yeah. two, da- yeah. their only two down, would, would you, would and you... for it to be decided where it always should be, on the pitch. Yeah. Would you have it um, a playoff of national league teams to play the team? Yes. That that yeah. was third from bottom. So in other words, yeah. the playoff final instead of being between national league clubs mm. will be against the survivor of the national league and the, playoffs. and the winner of a playoff yeah, uh, and, yeah. and the third, the third from, bottom from bottom in, in league, league two, two. Mm. quite fancy that I, I just can't you know, it's got to happen the, the national league the football league are not willingly going to give up a third automatic relegation place mm. for all the financial and various other reasons that, that, that you get. but they might be prepared to do it if that team has a chance to fight for the for, yeah. for their place but, but, but when you look at that i mean how many times is is a national league team going to win that game because the gap is, is, is non-existent anyway Correct. and then the yeah. teams but at, at the least bottom. you decide it on the pitch with a massive crowd, yeah. loads of, of, of um, publicity, etc., 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 and and I think it's 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 a great idea. It's it's the way to go forward because the football league aren't going to willingly. They're not going to. This national, this league three, isn't going to happen. Yeah. Mainly because the national league don't want it no, to happen. Yeah. No. That's the crazy thing. If the national league lose the Premier Division, mm. what have they got? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's Absolutely. true. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. All those people in the office up in Birmingham, you know, that's <laughs> not, nothing to do. That's not going to happen, is it? And 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 there's been no indication from the National League at all. No. Bit, from people like Gary Johnson and a lot of the clubs, of course, because it's in their interest, but the National League have given no lead, no indication that they're in favour of this mm. idea of having a league three no. from the Football League. And I think we all know we all know why. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm glad we got you here, Dave, because we've been talking on the last couple of podcasts as well. But the other big thing that's coming in next season that a lot of people aren't getting their heads around is the wage cap. Yeah. Uh, and it's a difficult thing to get your head around, isn't it? Well, <laughs> hello, National League. <laughs> how, about, how about letting us all you know? You could let us in on, on how it's going to work. Well, yeah. if they know. Yeah. Uh, then but the, if they the don't know, meeting, that, that's, if they don't know, well, that, that's a... They must know Sad by now because the annual meeting. The annual meeting was last weekend. Yeah, it was discussed. Right, uh, um, and of course it had been agreed in principle twelve months ago. Yeah, the clubs agreed in principle twelve months ago to introduce a salary cap. Yeah, this summer, which is why some of the big clubs in our league last season went for it big time. Yeah, there you go. They, they, <laughs> you know, they spent big, didn't quite. they? Because they knew it was coming. And what and what I'm given to understand is that the likely scenario was that clubs would only be allowed to spend seventy percent mm-hmm. of their turnover on player on, on player wages. That was being floated as a possible figure. Now whether it is or not, we'll see. But here we are, we're a fortnight, three weeks away from everybody coming back for pre season and then the pre season. And they still haven't made and, an announcement. And now, con- contracts are being with, negotiated, aren't they? Yes, exactly. With so, people not knowing So, in yeah. going back to our point right at the start of the conversation, you know, the managers like Gary, he, Gary and George Edwards and, and Clark Osborne have probably said, well, actually, how much have we, uh, have, yeah, have have we, we really got to yeah, spend here? Yeah. Um, I, I'm, the, the contracts that the Wrexhams and the, well, not, we've lost Stockport County, but, but the Notts Counties and the Chesterfields, yeah. the contracts that they threw at all those players last year for the Shimangas and the Mullins and yeah. the Palmers and all that sort of stuff, the Sarge, no, he's at Stockport, Sarge, a bit. Um, uh, they stand. Yeah, but it will it it will be how much, uh, and of course it will still allow the Wrexhams and the Notts Counties and the Chesterfields to spend more than everybody else because of course they've got bigger gates and their turnover is bigger. But um, but it will level it out a bit. Mm. It will level it out a bit. Be interesting to see how that works. And it's all, I mean, the National League is not great at telling everybody what it's doing, is it? I mean, the, the the fixtures are always worked out on the back of an envelope we reckon don't they but around the pole aren't they yeah, yeah. it's just quite a little bit more clarity we said this during covid as well didn't we more clarity is needed it, it is you know it, it these things are always look easy from where we're sitting and and, and it's not especially just, here it's, it's, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> and it's not just it's, it's not from here. it's not yeah. completely straightforward of course there are, there are you know administrative and logistical problems etc but for instance, the biggest issue that the National League has run into in the last few months has been the mess over the playoff finals. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the huge embarrassment where the sponsors of the competition ended up donating 20,000 quid to an appeal to help people get to the yeah. playoff final yeah. at yeah. the National Stadium. And at the moment, that game has become a sort of fag end mm. bloody fixture yeah. yeah not from our point of view not from the national league point of view but from every, everybody else where are we going to play it loads of problems at wembley um da-da, 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 da-da. oh 
they'll have it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, Bristol City wasn't a bad place to hold it. No, great for us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but uh, not not so good for Hart. Yeah. I mean, so location, right, but it's the size of the stadium is right. Absolutely. Yeah. Ah, yeah. perfect. And here we come to a very good yeah. point. What's the point of having 25,000, 30,000 people rattling around Wembley, all paying through the nose to get there and, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera? It's got to, we, we've got to get away from this. I know we've been five times, so Guy and I have got a seat number and all that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> um, uh, but so, and, and I absolutely get, you know, I'll apologise to Gary when I next speak to him. I know that for people like him and the players, it's a huge big deal playing at Wembley. We're talking about National League players here. So I absolutely get that. But for everybody else, it doesn't tick enough boxes. No. So the way to go, surely, at the end of the season, is for the National League now. They know when the playoff final will yeah, be. Yeah, they've, they've given the date of that, that, haven't which they? Is great. Yeah. May yeah. the thirteenth, much yeah. earlier than usual. Yeah. For various reasons, but great. Go to West Brom, Wolves, Villa now, and fix that playoff, that that ground. And yeah. it's not a big issue at the end of the season. All these pitches are hybrid pitches anyway. It's not that you get ripped up in the no, summer no. and relayed. That's interesting because um, people say, oh, no, they won't be able to do it because they're ripping their pitch up. No, but they're not. They're not. No. Um, and, and you could have it at maybe West Brom one year. You could have it at Molyneux the next, Villa. And because the travelling is so much easier for everybody involved, yeah. you would then have a chance of getting 25,000, 30,000 people inside you know and keep what, the, the Hawthorns keep the ticket brilliant. price yeah. 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 brilliant yeah. absolutely yeah. brilliant perfect um, and, and I, I, I can't see what's not to like about that idea but um, hey ho that's a good idea good idea now one talkie United players move has been confirmed this week uh, Connor Lemon Hay Evans as everybody thought before the end of the season has gone to Stockport I'm not sure why it's taken them biggest, so biggest kept secret wasn't it I mean you could understand them not announcing it, as we say, until the end of June, beginning of July, but to just bung it in this week, it was very strange. But maybe it's helped them shift a few season tickets. And, of course, they're a league club now. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. So of course. That, Stupid that, of me. That is... Yeah, that makes the difference, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to Connor. Yeah. I mean, that's a good move for him, um, along with Armani's move to Forest Green. Decent moves for those two players, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and on the whole sort of players leaving thing, I know it's it's you know a bit disappointing because particularly on the back of those three, which we all expected anyway. Yeah. You're then you know looking at Ben Winter and Sean well, McDonald. Ben and, hasn't uh, said where he's going yet. No, has he? no. Yeah. But if you look at it, all of those players, uh, except for Danny Wright, and he's been here for two years, yeah. have been with United for a, quite a long time. I was surprised. When I read their Twitter farewells, they all said the last four years have been great, the last four years have been great. And you look at it and think, actually, yeah, they have so been here longer than you how think. How many players in the game these days stay for more than about yeah, two or three years? Yeah. All of these lads have been down here. Uh, I think it's, it's sometimes Torquay <coughs> fans... You know uh, the, the more critical ones forget that if you come down with your partner and you have a couple of children down here which yeah. Ben Winter definitely yeah. has love playing for the club fully committed move down etc 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 those kids grow up without their grandparents around 
with anybody who's had kids knows what babysitting yeah. and all that, yeah. all those sort yeah. of issues. And the pull to go nearer home yeah. eventually, yeah. for purely family reasons, it is is very strong. And I've no doubt that Ben Winter, who anybody who's been around the players, and we have, and, and a lot of supporters have, because they've been very open, know how committed people like Kyle Cameron, Sean McDonald, yeah. Ben Winter, Amani Little, Connor Lemon Evans have all been at yep. Torquay. They, 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 and towards the end of last season, particularly, Joe Lewis was still playing yeah. like there was no tomorrow. For well, we, for we, we, we talked about that, didn't we? The, the three players actually didn't. The, the, the fact that they were, were probably going didn't really affect their performance no, too much. No, it didn't. Uh, and, and so if you, at all. If yeah. at all, that's right. So, you know, let's not sort of get too down about that. And, Talk, and, and, Torquay United managers and teams and we're all ancient enough to have known this over the years, have had to deal with these situations yeah. time, time, time after time yeah. after time. Yeah, yeah. We've actually been quite blessed to have these good players here for as long as we have. Mm. Uh, you know, the, 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 the great frustration being that the season before last, when we were so close to it all Absolutely. Yeah. coming together at the right time, um, we got beaten by a referee who couldn't hit his whistle out of his mouth. And you, you, but, you, you um, can't discount that the... We're not over that, are we? Somebody was no. asking me the other day. Um, I, my mate Tom at running was asking me, the, are you over it yet? No, no, not even close. I won't be over it for years. No, no, no. Um, you can't <laughs> discount, David, the, the effect of agents either, can you, on the players? Especially, you know, coming up to the end of a season when they haven't gone up and you know it's another year it's and like stockbrokers isn't it they only make yeah. any money when the market goes up they've or down. got to yeah. they've got yeah. to have the lines staying in the, the same aren't good news yeah yeah <laughs> well, it's like you were saying before we turn the microphone on any story that appears in the papers at this time of year comes from an agent basically yeah. especially in the premier league yeah. yeah i mean the gareth bale stories that are in all the papers today they've all just come from agents and chat and sources close to and that's it's this there's no real point reporting this stuff, is there, at this time of well, the year? Well, it, it, it keeps it, us busy. Though. Yes, exactly. It might be, it might be, you know, interesting and all that sort of. But if anybody had the time or the or the inclination, because none of us do, to actually go back and follow up all these lines that come out <laughs> yeah. and find out how many of them turn out to be actually true. Exactly. Uh, um, yeah. it, it, it would it would force half, half of these. Um, you know, uh, uh, website speculators to retire. But half of the yeah. website speculation is is just made up on the spot anyway. It's literally people making stuff up to get hits. Now we didn't have that back in the day when it was just all print, um, because there was trained journalists doing doing the the speculating. That there, there was obviously quite often a little bit of something behind that story that was true. Um, nowadays. You can just set up your website and, and, and write what you want, and, and no one regulates you at all. You can just you just blog away to your heart's content, yeah, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And someone shares it, and that's it. It goes viral, and uh, yeah. suddenly you you're the man who's said that Gareth Bale's going to Exeter City. Yeah. And of course, the third one that we don't know yet, which we're all intrigued, I think, yeah. is Joe. Yeah, it's where, it's where yeah. Joe's going. Joe. Um, uh, somebody was, you know, this is idle chat on online but he's been linked to Stockport as well wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised if he got a move to somebody like that no not at all mainly because of all the departments in that Stockport team <coughs> probably as Torquay have proved a couple of times over the last few years yeah. More than that, probably. Mm. Um, their defence has been the. They've thrown an awful lot of money at their midfield and attack, haven't they? And it's worked, and good luck to them. But they. Um, 
probably a centre back might not go. Yeah. And anybody who's come up against Joe Lewis this season is going to be looking at him, aren't they? I mean, that's true. You know, yeah. that we've beaten or he's kept a clean sheet. You know, um, I can't remember the, him having a duff game. The, the player that that I mean, when he, when he first came on his first loan spell, he was in and out the team. Took him a while to to get a first team place. He became such a good player in quite a short space of time. I remember him. We played at Harrogate one afternoon, um, and John Stead was playing at Harrogate. This is yeah. his first game yeah. spell, and Joe has always been made of the right stuff, mm-hmm. apart from anything else. He thinks like a defender. He doesn't think like a. I'm supposed to here, be here to look good. He's, he's got a sixth sense of danger, and but he still had quite a lot to learn. And he was only what 19 then when yeah, he first came Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Forget how young like he is. That. Yeah. And he played against John Stead. 103 years old and, and uh, up front. <laughs> Six foot ten. But yeah. Yeah. what a good bloody centre forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, he, he taught <laughs> Joe more in about an hour and a half yep. at, at Harrogate that afternoon. But he soaked it up. But he yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and I remember watching and thinking, well, Joe, if half of that goes in, you know, you'll yeah. be fine. And of course, within months, you could see. His timing was was better. And he was learning about blocking people off in the box. And there all we the see the difference yeah. what between Gary some players. The dark yeah. arts and, 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 and he's now. A, 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 I mean, the other thing about him is he's still got a huge amount of potential that he hasn't realised yeah. yet. Yeah. You stick him alongside. I often I've looked I've watched at him and I think we all have the last couple of seasons and likened him a bit like to a young Mark Ellis when he was with us. Yeah. yeah. That, but you remember how much playing alongside Gary um, uh, Guy Branston yeah. Yeah. improved Mark yep. Ellis, and you can imagine Joe Lewis alongside a a, a good, experienced, you know, defender who yeah. can, um, which Dean Moxie has been doing. Yeah. But of course, they don't, you know, a little bit, uh, and and um, put it, but, put no, him so, in. so I, th- yeah. I think Joe Lewis. I know he he doesn't look like Franz Beckenbauer all the time, but. I, I, he could go much higher than a lot oh, yeah. of people think. I know, I think you're right. He, uh, he looked like right. Franz Beckenbauer when he went forward and scored that, <laughs> that goal, didn't he? <laughs> Fabulous. Um, a couple of other things that we want to talk about. The Legend of the Leroy era is tonight. I think you can still get a ticket. Go online if you haven't got one. Uh, get one. Leroy Rossini is taking part in this forum that the uh, the lads have put together. Along with him will be Alex Russell, Joe Kafour, Kevin Hill, Martin Gritton, Chris Fleet, I believe, is chairing the thing. So that'll, that'll be great. The last one, the Paul Buckle one, was brilliant. Uh, Martin Gritton was in that as well. There's a great picture on the back of the Herald Express this week, which somebody's picked up from somewhere, which shows I didn't Leroy. do it this week, I was away, so that's cool, yeah. It's Leroy and Alex Russell on the top of the double-decker bus in 2004. Right. Uh, Leroy's holding the trophy triumphantly, and Alex Russell has got one of those old digital cameras. You remember those? Oh, what? Those little pocket-sized, before we all had phones, Pocket-sized digital camera that really oh, those little the tiny ones. Yeah, yeah, tiny, tiny one. Yeah, I remember that. Alex is holding one of those. That's going to be great tonight. Really looking forward to that. Um, you can still get a ticket as of now, I believe. Go online see if you can find one. That was some team, Dave, wasn't it? Best team we've seen for. Do you think? Oh, very, yeah, very yeah. Long yeah. Time. I mean, I was privileged to, to to work for the club during that period, and and the players were were just genuine people as well. I I'm not saying to, that the, the yeah. current crop are, but aren't, but you know, yeah, it was they, just they a good a mix of people. Great bunch, weren't they? And and without taking anything away from Leroy, a lot of them were signed by Roy McFarlane. We've talked about this, haven't we? Yeah, year, yeah, so. yeah. But he didn't sign 
bad people or, or, or whatever. And when you think, you know, the Steve Woods, the Jason Fowlers, the Alex Russells, the Lee Cannavilles, yeah. um, all of those terrific blokes. Um, and I remember going to Northampton on the first day of that season. We think it's warm here. It was on yeah. another. Scale, I was with you on another yeah. scale at Northampton that afternoon. It was. Um, I've forgotten the name of the referee, which I'm annoyed about now. But he yeah. he stopped, and it was the first time we'd ever seen it. He stopped the game. He did twice during each half for players to take on water. I remember that match and, report. Um, yeah. And uh, Northampton had just been relegated. We had missed out on the playoffs the previous season. Uh, Craig Taylor and Brian McGlinchey still hadn't arrived at that stage. So you know, people like Brian. Um, David Woosley was, uh, yeah. was playing. I forget who played left back that day. Anyway, um, we won 1 0. Sumptuous goal from Jason Fowler with a run and oh, a shot from, check, from the, what from a play. edge of the box. Now you've and got I can remember yeah, Northampton yeah. simply couldn't get the ball off. They, they had spent big. They During they the summer, they brought in Paul Trollope. Oh, yes, well done. Josh Lowe. Right. Um, and a couple up of other front. players yeah, up front. Yeah, yeah. And they were the, the team that were, were going to be the, the team that set the division alight, yeah. and we went there and won 1-0. One one nil. Nil. But it, it wasn't just the fact that we won 0, it was, it, was it was the fact that they couldn't get the ball off us. I remember you talking about the fact that when they did get the ball off us as well, they would only play it sideways. Yeah. And so we just so they, looked a really yeah. good side, and they took that on, and there was away from home, I can remember United, that team winning at Hull 1 0. Mm. And Hull had scrambled a point from a one-all draw at Kevin Hill goal we, in the last minute. When we yeah. completely murdered them. And we went to Hull, 17,000, 18,000 there, because yep. they finished second in the end, didn't they? Peter Taylor was the manager, won 1-0. I made one of my great commentary gaffes of all time. Um, Julian Gore, God rest his soul. Uh, asked me just before half-time, about five minutes, whether Leroy would be considering any changes at half-time. And I said, well, not really. We're playing pretty well. Maybe Martin Gritton. Oh! <laughs> Gritton, 1-0. <laughs> oh, it was Gritton, was it? Yeah. Scored it? Yeah. Martin yeah. Gritton yeah, scored. Yeah, yeah. And I got at the press conference afterwards. All the Hull press, yeah. you know, it's a big club in a big city, were, were mortified that... that Torquay had won one nil at, at um, Thingamy and they said well this is a disaster Peter and, and he went hold on a minute he said we were lucky to get anything down at Torquay this is the best footballing team in this division yeah, we've just yeah, lost yeah, yeah. it today and I remember all the whole journalists looking around at each other what but he was he was being honest and he yeah. was being right it was a wonderful team yeah and and playing Playing well, they couldn't play long ball football really. I mean, they could they could play, they could look for Gritton and Kapoor up front. Yeah. But there's no point bashing it up to David Graham, is there, in the air or anything like my, that? My favourite um, quote of that whole era was pulling up to on, on the team coach pulling up to Lincoln, and oh. Matt Hockley was sitting behind me, and the pitch looked terrible. Yeah. And I just heard Matt Hockley say, "How am I going to play football on this?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hockers, in Hockers and Fowler. Yeah. yeah. In well, no, it, it, it very often. Yeah. It was and, and Alex uh, uh, and Alex and Jason were hugely close friends and still are. You know, they they were mm. the golden yeah. vision in midfield. Alex always said that if you put a gun to his head and asked him who would you want to play with week in week out, he'd said Hawkers. 
He said, because I, sometimes Jason was so good, even I hadn't got a clue what he was going to do. He said, with Hockers, I knew exactly what he was going to do. And he did it. And he yeah. did it. Yeah. Win the ball, give it to me, and, and yeah. away we go. But it, it, was, it was a wonderful, wonderful team. And, and I can remember we, we, we must, <laughs> we're going on a bit, aren't we? But we drew nil-nil at York. Yeah. And it was a, ve- a rare off day. We still got nil-nil draw, but and David Graham got very frustrated up front. It wasn't coming up to him quick enough, and all this sort of stuff, etc., etc. And he he'd been shouting through the second half, "Get it up here! Get it up here! Get it up here!" And of course, we didn't play that way. We didn't. It wasn't. It was you know Brahma Glinchy into yeah. you know all across the pitch. We had footballers right the way through the team. And I think by the sound of it, David Graham threw a wobbly in the dressing room afterwards. Yeah, yes, but you know, you, you know, you, why didn't you get it up to me quicker and all this sort of stuff? And, and I, we were in the corridor afterwards, I was getting some quotes and stuff like that. And Jason and Alex had David Graham in a corner. Yeah. And I went up to have a word with them, and, and Ale- uh, Jason turned around and said, Sorry, right, Dave, can you give us a minute? We're just sorting David out. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they pulled him into a corner and basically said, Look, Dave, if we end up playing that way, we might as well stay at home. I hope you got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said, for Christ's sake, calm down. It, we just had a slightly off day today, etc. And then he turned around and said, right, Dave, do you want to have a quick chat? <laughs> and, and basically, they were just calming David Graham down because he was getting frustrated that it hadn't yeah. come up. But of course, we couldn't get it up front quick no. because it would come straight back again. Yeah. There's no point sticking the ball to David Graham in the air, is there? Um, no, I always remember that in, in, in the corridor underneath the old stand at Booth yeah. and Crescent, where, of course, York, York <laughs> don't play anymore. But, uh, we will be going to York next We'll be going well. to York, yeah. 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 So there you go, Legends of the Leroy era. I, I let you guys wax lyrical then. I've had another scope while you were chatting. There. Have you so, really? I didn't so, see um, that. You snuck that. Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> but yeah, they are indeed legends. Get a ticket for that if you possibly well, can. Well, I'm going to have tonight. one now as well. Cream on jam, yeah. the Cornish way. Yeah. That Controversial. That, 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 and we've just talked about a team without too many puns. That was the creme de la creme, oh, that team, wasn't it? Dave, this is podcast gold podcast gold <laughs> a couple of other things that I scribbled down before we get to Gareth Southgate which we will in a moment and the Nations League uh, Julian Goldthorpe has got that pitch looking fantastic there's a picture on the Talkie United official website it looks unbelievable doesn't it it was wasn't, wasn't that bad last season? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, wasn't it brown about a fortnight ago? It was, mm. and now it's had its it's had its second cut already. These, these grasses and these stuff they stick on it work like magic. It, does, don't it they? looks unbelievable. Yeah, it I, just, must, I yeah. must. By the way, I must do my garden <laughs> yeah. today. But no, we it's looking pictures, very encouraging, yeah. isn't it? It was a great pitch last season, um, and uh, um, it, it's a uh, it's look. It's so important. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. It's so important. We can talk about players, and quite rightly too, until you're blue in the face, and, and this and that and the other around. The if you haven't got a decent pitch, it will catch up with you yeah. sooner or later. Yeah. And uh, United have had no complaints on that on that score over the last couple of seasons. Absolutely. I mean, the idea of having a game postponed now is almost oh, you know, wouldn't happen, would it? Happen. No. 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 Well, certainly not, because cer- of the pitch, certainly yeah. not since that grand sharing season when we yeah. were, yeah, we were, it was a, it was a bit of a quagmire. Uh, Talking United women's team uh, have announced their pre-season friendly. Steve Ellswood's Cup winners. Uh, they're away at Cardiff, home to Portishead, away at Liscard, home to Argyle, home to Barry Town, and there's a mystery venue for a game against Weymouth. Venue to be announced. Right. Could be almost anywhere. Uh, all of those teams are higher in the leagues than Torquay, so they've got a tough pre-season. 
but um, we wish them all the best. They were tremendous at the end of last season. Yep, they're very well. Um, so we look forward to that. They're away at Cardiff July the 10th. The first home friendly is July the 24th, a home to Portis Head. A couple of ex-goals signing up. Jason Banton and Alex Adai have both ended up at Sittingbourne. Sounds nice. Is it, nice? Is it sound Sittingbourne? Never been to Sittingbourne. No. Uh, Josh McCoyd has left Weymouth and has gone back to Aldershot. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you know, he, he's been he's a decent player. He's a good very player, decent yeah. player for yeah. them. Uh, captain. Um, uh, and, and you might have expected uh, a higher move. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but he's has in effect because obviously they got relegated and he's yeah. come back up into the national, yeah. national league with all. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But yeah. um, no, he's been a very you know solid in, player in isn't teams he? that yeah. aren't winning each yeah. week. He's been a very yeah. consistent player um, I'm interested to see where Dan Holman might end up yeah yeah um, because of, of of all the players at Torquay that have got they've got released or of the players that got released I don't think we saw the best of Dan Holman no. for one reason or another last no. season um, I, I, I I'm not saying that he's going to go to you know anybody not going to do a Billy Walters division or, or course, no exactly yeah. who's Gone on, gone to Barrow, hasn't he? Followed yeah. um, Pete Wilde yeah. to Barrow, isn't he? Good move. Um, uh, but he lives in North Cheshire again, yeah. so and Barrow and Barrow train in Manchester, so again, here we go. Logistics, I know, I know. Do it they works change train in Manchester, yeah. do they? Yeah, they well, do. Yeah. Yeah. interesting, yeah. I mean, having just driven back from, from Scotland, passing Barrow, you know. It's a long way. It's a it? long way. <laughs> I've, I've been to Barrow a few yeah. times, and th th they call the road, which I've forgotten the number of it now, the longest cul-de-sac in the world, yeah. because there's, there's only one way into Barrow and one way out. Mm. Um, it's, it's no, they it's kind of a little peninsula, isn't it? Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Bowden, Scott Bowden, of course, has gone from Boreham Wood to York. Yeah, and he lives yeah. in Sheffield. So players, are, players are going home to roost, aren't they? Well, like racing it's, pigeons. It's, it's, it's a bit different. Yeah, you know, Danny Wright was, you know, who who loved playing for Torquay, absolutely loved it. Yeah, and as we all know, uh, we'll miss him. Miss, yeah, miss his, miss we'll him miss around his know the place. How, won't we? We'll we miss, miss his, his experience. Yeah, and yeah. you know, as he said, I've I've just been commuting basically for two years and have been happy to do it, but he's got a young family. You know, his his wife has got business, and he just said, I, I, "I'm 37 years old. I've been doing this for quite a while, and I it's about time I, yeah. I thought about and them a little bit." He'll be part time and, and only travelling. There you go. A couple of times a week. Quite. Yeah. So good luck it. to him. He's he's just such a shame that he was the right centre forward at the right time, um, the season before last. And well, I, that team was the right team. It was. Yeah. And if he hadn't got injured against um, Yeovil on Boxing Day yeah. and Armani Little. Yeah. After that 6-1, yeah. when we beat them 6-1, uh, I still think we'd have won the league. But we'd have had, probably had it wrapped up by February. But, yeah. uh, there you go. These things happen, don't they? they? Do. Uh, and before we go this week, we have to touch on the Nations League because it's what everybody's talking about. It's, um, <laughs> um, it's, it's, not, it's not been the best of campaigns for Wales or England, to be honest. Wales not quite so ignominious as England. But uh, what do you make of the Hungary game? Well, do you know game? what? Do you know what? I I, this this is completely true. I went up to Scotland for for, for a funeral uh, and a little bit of a holiday as well. Um, it was nice to get away. I forgot the game was on. I did. Well, actually, I didn't even know it was on. Um, now so I normally look at my phone yeah, yeah. every day. You know, look at the fixtures and stuff. But because of things that had happened, I hadn't looked at my phone. I didn't even know the game was on, and I didn't even know the result until I woke up the next day. And the next question is, did you care? No. 
Well, no, because because I couldn't be bothered with the National League, uh, the uh, Nations League. What is the point of it? It's 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 another way for UEFA to make money at the end of a season when everybody's tired physically and yeah. with football you can see half the England players don't want to be there you know you've got all of a sudden Gareth Southgate who's done very well as England manager really over the last few years is now getting a load of stick yeah. because tired players aren't playing all that well in a competition that nobody's bloody interested in anyway yeah, absolutely. it's just ridiculous I, I was reading the other day that as a result of all these fixtures and obviously we've got the World Cup mm. coming up in the winter that that Kevin De Bruyne could, well, he probably, hopefully he won't for his own health, play 79 matches next season if yeah. Man City yeah. repeat what they did last year yeah. in all their cup competitions, etc. etc. It's, it's a joke. Yeah, it you're, 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 these, and Gareth Bale was touching on this the other day about burnout, wasn't he? Mm. You're asking yeah. these top players to play brilliantly every week. Yeah, because if and they if don't they, play brilliantly, yeah. If they don't, everybody analyses it and dissects it down to the last yeah. thing. They'd rather be on the beach most of them anyway. And it's as, just ridiculous. Yeah, exactly, yeah. it's just ridiculous. And Gat Gary's sort of message to the fans this week was, you can't, don't worry, enjoy the summer. Well, yeah. you know, half of these players can't do that. And they'll all be back because the season starts for the Premier League on July the 30th because of a World Cup in Qatar. That, no, cetera, that nobody wanted, well, apart from FIFA. FIFA. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm with you, Rich. I, I couldn't give a damn whether we beat Italy, Hungary, no. or wherever it was. You know, yeah. it's just but when, you, but when, you can tell your investment in it by the, by the reaction to the game from yes. when you're watching it. You, there's a massive difference when you're watching a, you know, the butterflies, when you're watching a World Cup qualifier or a, or a World Cup game you get that kind of feeling in your body and you know you, yeah. you, you're seriously upset for you lose you just don't get that with these games you don't and wouldn't it be a travesty if losing a game that nobody cared about would, would in some way impairs Gareth yeah. Southgate's career well, because people are, you know, you've all seen the people have been sharing the WhatsApps and things like that. You know, England fans. Well, this is a disgrace, and it would be awful if, as you say, a game that nobody gives a hoot about ends up costing the England manager his job. It's always, it's always a case of be careful what you wish for, isn't it? It is. It is. I, I had a conversation with one of my uh, stepsons who's Scottish. Um, and uh, he was, he was. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to get rid of him. I won't do the accent. I can't do the accent. That was the fuss show. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, I said they'd be nuts to get rid of him. Nuts to get rid of him. Yeah. But of course, the Scottish, they, they were quite happy to see England lose because they like seeing England lose four 0 But because we almost take that takes our our glory of being in the World Cup and them not away from it slightly. Crazy, crazy. Boring. Gentlemen, we've put the world to rights. We're sitting in the sunshine. It's scorching down here. Yep. Um, pleasure boats moving across the bay. How, well, how can we tell you? If you're shut in somewhere, we do apologise. I, th- I, think, I think we only had one loud trolley go past. Did, I think if, did, if that yeah. impaired what you could hear. But it was Torbay Council. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah cleaning, uh, at that, cleaning and well done to them. <laughs> this has been the uh, Yellow Army Jolly Boys outing yes, of the year. Yes. Thank you very much again to the Winnicombs <laughs> for fabulous hospitality. Absolutely. Well, There's still food spot. left to eat, you know. 
I mean, I managed to get. I can a see Dave eyeing it up at the moment. Yeah, while you two were talking about um, Leroy Rosinia's wonderful team, but uh, we better leave you now. Thank you very much for your time, everybody. And seeing as there's three of us here, we'll try and do it in a three-part harmony this week. We'll leave you as ever with, come, come on, on you yellows. yellows.